Hi, I'm Tom Marks with the Marks Law Firm in Orlando, Florida, and welcome to the Healthy Family Law Attorney. Because your family matters, I want to provide hope and help to your family to successfully navigate the family law process in a healthy way. And today, here to help us do that is Alan Frankel, and he is an auctioneer in Central Florida, and I want to say hi and introduce myself. Introduce yourself, Alan. Thank you, Tom. Good morning. Uh, yes, my name is Alan Frankel with Alan Frankel Auction Realty, also based here in Orlando, Florida. And uh, I am a member of the, well, was a member of the National Association of Divorce Professionals and the Estate Planning Council here in Central Florida, as well as the Bankruptcy Law Association. And uh, I, I am a member of all of those associations because I have a long history of liquidating the assets of people play or in the midst of all of that turmoil, I bring peace. Well, that's awesome. Alan, I know you've handled hundreds of auctions over the last 30 plus years. I know you have a special designation by the Certified Auctioneers Institute. And um, I think you're well, well respected in the Central Florida area. And I'm, I'm thrilled to have you on board. So we're going to provide some hope and help to our, our family law clients here. And I know you uh, were an uh, uh, integral part of the National Association of Divorce Professionals, which support family law attorneys. So um, tell us, what is the most valuable thing that the auctioneer does in the family law process? Okay, Tom, I will. Um, so again, once people are in that process, they're looking for ways to bring it to a conclusion and hopefully a, a happy conclusion. And what an auctioneer does is I can take and turn assets that people are having difficulty determining what the best way of liquidating them or dividing them equitably between the parties. And uh, an auction does that. So we can take a vase or a car or any tangible asset, including the real estate, and we can have it sold in a very time definite matter. And then what happens is everybody just has to decide how do they want to divide the pile of money that we create at the end instead of having to take a chainsaw down the middle of a house or a sledgehammer down the middle of a car. So it eliminates those hard assets, turns them into liquid, and those are easily divisible amongst the parties. Okay, so Alan, I know that you auction both real property and personal property. You're involved in um, antique sales and and in business uh, situations. But tell our audience, how does auctioning the house differ from a traditional selling the house with a realtor? Sure. So traditionally, we go. The realtor looks backwards and determines what the comps are in the area, and then tries to put a price on the house. Uh, we oftentimes hear realtors saying, oh, I sold it within one day. Well, one has to question if a one-day sale uh, brought the full amount of money or if they sold it too cheap. So with an auctioneer, what you're doing is you're selling a property in real time, and you're exposing it to an entire market. So our last auction brought 44 registered bidders, all prepared to pay cash within 30 days, and I've yet to hear of any realtor uh, entertain that many bids at a given time. We also know how to make those bidders compete for ownership in a single arena and force the price up and above what their 
uh, expectations were or what their limits prior to that auction were. So I think that's the advantage. We know definitively when it's going to sell, when it's going to close, which I think in a divorce is really, really very helpful because you don't you don't uh, have to worry about the prolonged advertising uh, or marketing that a traditional state uh, sale would be. And we can also sell it in an as-is condition. And uh, so you don't have to put in a bunch of repairs or anything like that. We will get its full value. And finally, both parties can participate in the auction. So if one party wanted to keep the house, they could go ahead and bid at the auction, but the public would set the price. And so we know that it would be a commercially reasonable sale and that uh, they would be paying real market. And that should allay the fears of the other party, the other uh, spouse. Well, it sounds like there's a number of benefits available to the seller um, in the auction process. And I think you've just um, outlined a number of those. Are there any other benefits to the seller uh, in in way of the cost or, or finality sure. or anything else? Absolutely. So we don't charge our sellers a commission. Uh, that's paid by the buyers. There's an add-on fee that's added to the high price. And that's paid by the buyers. And we uh, pay all participating brokers with that money as well as ourselves. Additionally, they're not going to pay um, any of the closing costs. All those closing costs are going to be borne by the new buyers. And we're going to be selling the house uh, without any conditions. So not conditions of financing, getting an appraisal, making sure the appraisal meets or physical issues. So if the roof is weak or needs to be repaired, the new buyers can repair that, but it won't be the, our sellers. Okay. So are there any costs that the seller is going to bear in the auction process? I know there's a lot of um, financial obligations that seller does not get involved in or, not, or is not required to pay, but there must be something the seller has to pay. They do. And we ask them to pay an advertising budget. And at the end of the auction, we give them a copy of all the receipts so that that's not a it's not a profit center for us. It's just a, a money that we use to promote their property. But when you weigh that versus having to pay a commission and having to pay closing costs, isn't it better to spend your money advertising your property effectively and in all the avenues that we do uh, advertise it rather than paying a commission to a to a traditional broker? So, Got it. Costs. So. So, Alan, um, do you ever work with traditional realtors in uh, the selling of a house, that, that market and that process? We do. Uh, we, we consider them our allies in the sale. So we will, one, pay a referral if, if uh, traditional real estate agent or broker or realtor thinks that that's the best way to sell it. So we'll pay them a referral fee. Or if they bring in a buyer to our auction, we will also share in our fees and pay them for participating with their client at the auction, both ways. Okay, well, um, that's good to hear. Um, let me ask you, some people, when they hear the term auction, they're thinking, okay, well, uh, I'm going through a divorce and we're gonna get all sold in one day and it's gonna be, is it gonna be a fire sale or, or, or what? Well, it, auctions have been around since Roman times and if they were fire sales, they would no longer be on the map. So I can tell you that I, I've sold my parents' home at auction. Uh, now, mind you, that's after having 30-odd years of experience and seeing auctions work time and time again. But I'd rather have multiple people uh, competing for ownership of the house 
than just putting it out on the MLS. We use the MLS to advertise the property, but that's the minimum step that we do. We also go ahead and advertise through other avenues, social media campaigns, signage, direct mail brochures. So we go out and we find the buyers as opposed to sticking it up on the MLS and letting the MLS sort of fish for buyers. It's a different, we're proactive in finding buyers. The MLS is less proactive. Okay, so auctioning is an alternative, but it can also be uh, something that's used hand in hand with traditional realtors. That's good that's to hear. Correct. Yeah, so, we, we're not out to make enemies. We're only out to make friends in the community. And traditional realtors, they have the majority of the listings for, for real property. There's just times where the, where it's critical for the chapter of the client to transition more quickly. And uh, we offer that opportunity for them. In addition to selling the house, we can also sell the contents. So it alleviates two problems all at one time. Okay, excellent. So I want to ask you about a concept called partition. Most of uh, family law clients um, are not familiar with that. And so yes. that in a, in a family law case, the lawyers are going to ask the court to sell the property if the parties, if husband and wife can't agree on how they're going to do it. They, they can't agree to take it to you as an auctioneer. They can't agree to take it to a realtor to sell it. Uh, they can't agree on the price. So there's a, a separate count in the petition for dissolution of marriage called partition. And that is to ask the judge to sell the property. Can you talk about that? Do you ever get involved in a partition action? I, I have. I have not done it in a divorce, but I don't see where there's any difference. We've had warring clients where there's nothing that they could agree on. If you held out an apple in front of them and said it was red, you would not get a definitive answer of red between either party. So in that case, the judge steps in, but the judge wants parity. He wants the ability to, to step back and sleep at night and know that he did the right thing. And because an auction is an arm's length transaction, neither party has hired me. I'm being hired by the court or by both parties. And because it's a commercially reasonable sale and we can demonstrate that to the court that it's been well advertised, then they can go ahead and we can put it up at auction and both parties are allowed to bid at that auction. They just have to pay the other party their their, their percentage. So if it's two parties, uh, one would buy it and he would pay 50% of what he purchased it for to the other party and that's how it's resolved. So yes, it's a very efficient and judges like it because it's fair. Okay. So that's real property. That's the house. And we've talked a lot about selling real property. I know you also sell personal property and it may be, you know, estate sale. It may be jewelry, maybe other items of personal property. Can you talk about that just a little bit today? Sure. So I was fortunate enough. I was a student in uh, Paris, France. And while there, I used to go through the museums and that turned into a love of artwork. So that's how I cut my teeth in this business. I started buying and selling, exporting and importing antiques and artwork to the United States from France. And that allowed me to go to auctions. And what happened is I became enamored with the auctioneer, listening to his chant and watching what was happening at the auction, watching things go across the block and selling in that expeditious form. So that's been my basis. And then that evolved into the real estate. So I can sell uh, and bring all the knowledge of 30 years of identifying products 
into a client's home and it will eliminate the antiques roadshow fear. Am I going to sell something that's really expensive for in a basket full of junk? I, I can eliminate that for sure. And then what we would do is we would identify inventory and market all those items. Once again, trying to find those buyers in the best avenues to do that and liquidate those assets as well to the highest bidders. Well, I think that's very helpful to family law clients because oftentimes they can get mired in um, kind of the weeds and start fighting over minuscule things or at least not major assets. And it can be very expensive to get the lawyers involved to be fighting over, you know, silverware or uh, lamp lamps and couches and that kind of stuff. So that's right. And, and let's take that example of silverware for a second. So somebody, one of the partners might decide, well, that silverware set is worth $2,000 and you, I'm not going to budge off that number in equitable distribution. It's going to be 2000 lot. Well, if we took it to auction and all of a sudden the public bid it up to 3000, my guess is that party would go, I think I'd rather take the $1,500, which would be my half as opposed to the $1,000 I was squabbling over before. So it eliminates what the guess is of what a price is, and it establishes a real value by having the public bid for it openly. Okay, that's, that's a good point too. Um, Alan, I know you work with a number of charities and you um, work with different charitable foundation boards and so forth to help them raise, uh, raise money for uh, the charity. Can you tell our audience just a little bit about that? So being an auctioneer in the community is a lot more than just being a businessman. We have a skill set. People typically identify that with the auctioneer's chat. It'll be 2,500, 5,000, now 7,500, now 10,000, that sort of thing. But that's a wonderful asset. But the, the ability to use that skill to get money out of a group of people and still have uh, allow them to have some fun doing it. So we get called upon by a lot of the local charities and raise money. I've raised probably over $10, $15 million uh, since I've been doing this over the last five, 10 years uh, doing benefit auctions. I work with several groups, cancer organizations, dyslexia organizations, uh, you name it. If it's got an organization, I do it. Okay, good. You know, I know a lot of people have not worked with an auctioneer. And so I'd ask my audience, have any of you ever worked with an auctioneer? If you have, uh, leave a comment below or a question, and I'm sure Alan can get back to you or I'll get back to you on that. But it's kind of curious to me that I would love to know, has anyone worked with an auctioneer before? So Alan, um, we're starting to wind up here. Um, okay. What can you... What can you uh, provide for our audience to provide hope and help to them to help them get through the family law process of either selling the house or selling personal property? So I can help them declutter physically. Uh, and, I, and, I, and I can tell you how that works. I can do it in a time-definite manner. Typically, when I'm involved, the house and contents that whole transaction is a total of 60 days from contracting until we close. So that's that's wonderful for attorneys and for the judges and for all parties because they know that in 60 days definitively, they're going to be looking at a pile of money, which is just a math equation as to how to divide that. So th that's a wonderful thing. Once again, we've talked about price being set by the public, so you don't have to worry that you're losing money. And then finally, what that does is all of that 
decluttering of the physical, I think, leads to the benefit, the mental health benefit. And this is you and I talk about all the time, Tom, because of your marker as the healthy uh, attorney. Um, I think that what it does is it allows them to then declutter emotionally. They don't have, they've seen how easily it can be to rid themselves of things which they thought had value, may still have had value, but in any case, it's, a, it's an easy solution to rectify. Then the, I think that that can go ahead and bring them to, well, how can I make my life better by emotionally decluttering? And I think that that's a huge asset for you as a as an attorney and for other family law professionals. But most importantly, and I think you and I share this goal, it's our clients who we care about. We'd love to see them emotionally decluttered and moving on to the next chapter of their life. Well, Alan, I think uh, that shows you know me pretty well and uh, with the Healthy Family Law Attorney. And also I have a blog called The Healthy, uh, T- uh, the Healthy Lawyer. Um, and I, I typically ask at the end, what is a healthy tip that you can give our audience? And that sounds like an incredibly healthy tip. Is there anything you'd like to add to that? No, I, I think that everybody has heard the old adage, well, you can't take it with you. And a real truth to that, how many vases can you surround yourself with to make you happy? How much stuff can you surround yourself to make it happy? Additionally, people are finding that Kids don't want their stuff. Well, I can assure you that there's a market that does want their stuff. So again, my thing is find the best path to your new chapter. Don't worry about the chapter before you. It's part of your history, but history it is. Go and make new history decluttered emotionally and physically. And I'd be happy to help you. Well, Alan, thank you so much. I think what you offer is closure and you help people get things done in a timely way declutter. I know with uh, my wife's mother, my my mother-in-law, when she passed in her house and we were over there, it seemed like every other day and every weekend for months decluttering, cleaning it out. And I wish I'd known you uh, then because you would have made my life and my wife's life and our family, um, our lives all easier. So Alan, I thank you so much for that. I would say to our audience, um, if you found value in this video, or if you have questions, leave comments, but uh, would love it if you'd subscribe to the channel, uh, hit that like button, hit that bell icon, and we're posting new videos like this with Alan uh, every Friday, and I'm posting my um, videos all by myself on Wednesday. So you'll have the opportunity to see at least two videos a week um this was great alan thank you so much for being on the channel thank you tom i really appreciate the opportunity as always i enjoy speaking with you well you provided a lot of hope and help today so thank you so much and we will see you all on the channel next time thanks